ML Nation, episode 550. Welcome to Founder Friday, a weekly mashup of seven-figure lessons from Simon Chan, the founder of ML Nation and now retired network marketing top earner who built a million-dollar business and a global sales team of over 80,000 distributors. We're honored to have you with us. Now, here's Simon Chan. Hey, ML Nation, it's Simon Chan here, and it is Founders Friday. And today, we're going to talk about recruiting and prospecting, how to grow your business. A couple of things to talk about. Number one, uh, when you talk about your products, how do you talk about them effectively? You want to learn how buying decisions are made, what's going on in the prospects' minds, and also, really, how to get your prospects to relate to the problem and interested in the solution you provide. So, you ready? Let's go to today's episode. This week's show ambassador is Tim Apple RM. Tim says, I found this podcast not long ago. Simon is pushing out tons of content all week long. I find myself checking my feed daily to see when the next episode shows up and consume it immediately. Love it. This is one of my favorite resources for an instant fix of personal development or for a swift kick in my rear to get producing. Thanks, Simon. Tim, thank you. You rock. We know you and your business are exploding. So big shout out to you and thank you so much for the awesome review. Guys, if you want to become next week's show ambassador, hop on over to iTunes or your podcast app and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Super easy, by the way, on iTunes to do this now. Uh, This does help get the word out about our show, which also helps lift the profession of network marketing. Enough from me, guys. Back to the show and Simon. In today's training, we're going to talk about how to get more people to reach out to you from your social media content. Okay, let's give you some tips about social media, what to post, some a little branding and marketing lesson. One of the biggest mistakes people make on social media, and it's also on when they do their presentations and when they're sharing their story, you have to think of it this way. We're always marketing ourselves, right? We're always marketing. We're always, uh, whether we're talking to people, whether you're on a live, not just on social media, where you're doing a live or when you're sharing a presentation, you're marketing yourself. And one of the biggest mistakes people make is that they spend more time talking to the, about the solution than about the problem. Spend more time talking about the solution than the problem. I'll give an example. In a network marketing presentation, you see like the lifestyle change. People can drive the nice car, the house, or the time freedom, right? Your prospects don't relate well to the solution. They relate better and relate, you know, relatability is what's going to get your prospects to connect with you, want to learn more. They relate more to your problems, your struggles. That's why you shouldn't hide away from your problems or your crap that you're going on because that's the type of stuff that your prospects can relate to. That, for example, if you share your journey as an entrepreneur, you don't need like lots of success. Your journey alone is inspiring. Okay. Especially if you're struggling or your life before you got into network marketing struggles, that's very relatable. So the mistake is people spend more time talking about the solution than the problem, right? So talk more about the problem than the solution. Okay. So this is what happens. The more you talk about the problem, number one, it increases the person's pain. If they're watching it, increases the pain and they feel relatable. Number two is, we talked about it, they feel more relatable to you. You're not like some superstar person that can do it. You're not like, you know, even if you had success, oh, you're great, you're very disciplined, you are, you know, you can do amazing things, right? That's why I shared, in part of my story I shared over and over again was I'm a shy, quiet Asian kid from Brooklyn, New York. 
shy, quiet, introverted. Because I didn't want my prospects to see that, well, Simon Chan, you can go out there and speak to everyone. You can speak on stage. This business has done this. Because I didn't want people to think that, well, you got to be a good speaker to be successful. And by the way, I wasn't. I was a person that in college, I would just settle for a B minus because I'm never even participated one time in class. And class participation was 25% in grade. I would just give up that grade. That was me. Right. So talk more about your problems. Number one, it makes you increases your, the pain that prospects feeling. It makes you more relatable. So that increases trust. And another thing is it brings, um, for some prospects, people just like to talk about the problems, right? They love to talk about the problems. You immediately build that connection, kind of like the relatability there when you talk about problems. Last thing is some other prospects, they may not have awareness to the problem. They may not realize how bad it is. Right. So, for example, if someone's leaving, uh, living with some overweight issues, right? A little overweight. They just probably say, Oh, this is the way it is. Right. I've been like that for the last five years. This is the way I've accepted that. But when you're sharing your struggles, maybe your struggles with your, in your social circles or you're struggling with, uh, you, you know, the self esteem, bringing these up, it actually will remind the prospects of their problems. And again, it increases their pain a little bit. And, and it's that struggle that makes, there are problems that make people want to, hey, all right, what do you have? How can you help me? Right? And then you do the quota. You can share that quota action. Hey, just drop it in a comment below. I'll be more than happy to help you. Right? I'd love to help you out. I've overcome this or just be part of my journey. I'd love to just do this together with you if you want to help. And I've, I've actually had some success already, but if you want to join together, I'll be happy. Just comment below. Right? Or if you need any tips, you give a call to action. So another tip could be, I've helped a lot of people now. Just drop in a comment. I'll be more than happy to help you. So those are the reasons why you want to talk about a problem. Okay, Number one, it increases the pain. It makes you more relatable. It brings awareness to the problem. Increases trust because you're relatable. And also, it gets people to start becoming... Uh, people just like to talk about problems. Again, makes you more relatable. So your call to action is, number one, focus on stories. You know, the best storytellers make the most money in network marketing. What inventory, the question for you is, what inventory of stories can you use? Now, I say inventory is like, there's a lot of problems, a lot of stories. You have, everyone here has more than one problem. You have a lot of problems. So what is the problems or stories you can use, right? Just, just sticking, you know, you have your core story, but there's a lot of examples. And it actually makes life more fun. So every time you have a problem issue or you think about in the past, think about, oh, that's a story I can share. Or maybe you're struggling to pay your credit card. That's a story. Maybe the first time you missed your mortgage payment. That's just another story. First time you couldn't, you know, uh, you were out of shape. You, you, you were out sick for three days. That's another story, right? If you're doing a health. Think of the various different stories you can use. Take inventory of the stories you can use. Make a list of them, right? Because your prospects relate to your stories better. Second thing is, in each of these stories, how can you create a more vivid picture of it and share your story and pain better? And sharing your story and pain is about uh, creating vivid details, right? Learn to describe more details of the story. And really, to, to do that, you got to really think back to the situation where you're at and share that and be open and transparent. You know, the more you share your struggles and problems, people will relate to you better. Okay, so that's one of the rules for branding and marketing. Share your stories, your pain and struggles. Spend more time talking about that than the solution. Now, trust me, if you spend more time about, talking about a problem, people will be interested in your solution. But you got to hook them first with the problem. Okay, and uh, 
that, that's again common mistake people make is they spend more time talking about solution than the story. But spend so spend more time talking about problem struggles. Your call to action again list up the inventory of stories you can use to share about your pain struggles. And number two, how can you create more vivid pictures, more real, make those stories more relatable for your prospects? So the more they can relate to you, the more they bond with you, and then they'll be interested how your product, your business can help them out. If you want something new and different, go check out this group, Purpose Driven Networkers. It's the only group where you get to prospect with myself and other top leaders at least 15 times a week. You also get accountability. And if you're stuck and not sure how to reply back to prospects, then you get to send me screenshots of your conversations and I'll guide you on what to say. You also get access to over 180 different trainings that should teach you everything from building your business on Instagram to prospecting LinkedIn to even more traditional methods of building such as doing home meetings or coffee shop meetings. It also has a five-step program that help you get your next customer or rep within 28 days. And most people get a lot, lot quicker than that. No other group in network marketing can give you this type of training coaching, and accountability combined. So if you're ready to take your business to the next level, go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Again, that's www.PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. In today's training, we're going to talk about another branding and marketing lesson about the importance, and this is a mistake that a lot of people make. We're going to talk about the difference between features and benefits. And why you need to talk about what it does and not what it is. Okay, most amateurs, when they first get started, they get excited about the product. They get excited about the business. They talk about what it is. What am I doing? I'm with this company. We got this great product. We got great this top of what it is. Pros talk about what it does and how also even to the next level, how con- connects them emotionally. So it's really about features versus benefits. I remember when I first started this, it was a huge light bulb moment for me because I was making a lot of mistakes that a lot of you may be making talking about features. My, my company's this, we're a publicly traded, we are you know, uh, in so many different countries, we are the number one product, features, right? But not benefits. Now, know that most people don't care about features. What, what do they care about? They care about benefits and how it helps them, right? So scientifically, physiology, why? It's because when you talk about features, it is the logical brain, the left brain, right? The left brain, the logical brain that's talk, that give you right. When you talk about benefits, it is the emotional brain. It is the, it is the right brain, the creative brain. And when we buy, know this, people always buy because of emotion. And then they justify later, with logic. People are buy because of emotion. Think about when you go shopping. Why did you buy it? You buy because of emotion, not because of logic, right? I'm looking at this and even thinking about this cool on-air sign I got. I got it because of emotion. I saw it. It was cool. And then afterwards, I start thinking, oh, I had to do live. I do this. I use logic to justify it, right? Almost every, uh, a lot of stuff here, it's all because of emotion. Like even the sign, I got the sign custom made, no whining. It was emotion. I wanted to um, make a big impact. I felt it's emotion we buy, right? This is the reason why we buy. If you go shopping, some of you ladies, you like to go shopping, know that most of it's because of emotion, because it makes you feel good, right? And then you ask to justify our logic, you know, because it's on sale or looks good in a certain outfit. 
you buy because of emotion, and you justify a logic. So features doesn't get people to buy. It's the benefits that get people to buy, right? The benefits, and you want to tie the benefits to emotion. If your benefits are tied to emotion, it is basically people are powerless. They are going to buy. They are going to join your business. Uh, let's go over an example. Like a, Here's an exercise. Like a new smartphone. And I'll share with you. This is, applies to me. It probably applies to you as well. Right? I almost get, I'm a big Apple fan. I get like the new iPhone every year it comes out. Right? Uh, the new one. Now, if you look at the um, why do you buy? Right. If you look at the features, you can say it has a better camera. It has got portrait mode. It's a selfie mode. It's got uh, zoom. It has more memory. It has the newest chip. You can do this and this and do that. Do you buy because of that? Right. Your phone, your new phone, smartphone, if you got a new one, could have the greatest camera. Right. But why did you buy? You didn't buy because of the camera. Now I'll share, and this probably relates to a lot of you. The reason I got a new phone, number one is, because the new camera, I don't care about the lens or whatever. I care because it's better memory. I'm going to get better memories of my kids, right? The video is going to be sharper. It's going to be a 4K video. So 30 years from now, when I look back at my kids' childhood, I'll be like, wow, look at that. I don't want a blurry video of my kids. I want a sharp 4K video. I'll go on a better memories. That's a benefit. Emotionally, I, emotion, the motion is if I don't get, I'm going to regret. Oh, wow, because I saved money, a couple hundred dollars, even if, even the new smartphones could be a thousand dollars. My memories of my kid, my two year old, three year old, is blurry, not clear. It's not the best, right? The regret. Or you have enough memory, right? Enough memory, so you never miss out on a moment. Maybe your phone is maxed out. Hey, well, the benefit is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take as many pictures of my kids to capture as many moments without worrying about the phone slowing down because it ran out of memory. That's a benefit. Right? So I can capture every moment of my kids. And by the way, I'm sharing all this because that's how I think. Right? That's the way I want to get every moment of my kids. I never miss a day without getting video. Right? Another one is a benefit. It's going to be you look cooler. Right? Remember when you first, when you old, when you got your new smartphone, you love to take it out. Right? If you're at the dinner uh, table, everyone takes out the phones. Maybe you put it on table if you're like me. Put it, or someone messages you, you love to take it out. And people ask, oh, is that the new phone? The feeling. It's like, you look cool. Status, by the way, status is a big, big benefit, big emotional benefit. So how does it relate to your business? So it could be like, because you're a stay-at-home mom and you have good income, you don't need to send your kids to daycare. You can't pick up your kids every day. You can walk and be proud, right? Like I go there and like one of the only dads that drop off and pick up my kids. I feel, I feel different. The feeling. I get to love my kids. I can spend more time with kids, but also the motion. Extremely important, right? So you look cool. A status is a big one. So in your business, your products, how can it give better, increases people's status? Now, you think about the phone. You don't really, a smartphone, this year's models, last year's models, not that big a difference. Why people buy it? Status. Even nice cases. Why do people buy a nice case for the phone? Is it because of the benefit? You can drop within three feet, it doesn't break, if this and that. No, it's because of status. Now, if you have an old phone, like ugly a case like me, right? Actually, it's actually not that ugly. But I, the reason I bought it, I bought it in like a blue case, right? You can see my phone here, a blue case. It's because it stands out. I'll be transparent. I like to be known as different. I'm the purple cow. Everyone has black cases. I have like a blue case. You may call it ugly, whatever. But it definitely stands out in the back, right? It stands out. So it is, again, that is a status 
thing as well, right? You look cooler, you look different. So how does your business, your product, make people stand out? What type of status can they give? Or recognition could they give? Or people give, create that feeling of fulfillment? What is it? Now, another one is, and by the way, that's why people do a social media. People love likes and comments because it makes people feel important. How does your business product make it some way make people feel important? Make people feel uh, special. Maybe because once they build a business in two, three years, they can do, they can work at home and they feel, they feel like they're going to be a better parent because spending more time or they give more to charities. Whatever it is, you have to figure it out. And I highly, I want to give you a call to action. It's call to action, an exercise to do. All right. Now, last thing I'll give you an example is, um, this, you know, thinking about a new phone could be, oh, it makes me more productive, right? I, because I take it out all the time, I'm going to use it more. And I remember, you know, a couple of years into the business, I bought a new phone because I found myself that time. I got a new smartphone. Find myself not wanting to make phone calls, not wanting to use the phone. And this was before, by the way, it was a first smartphone that wasn't really that smart. Well, a long time ago, before even Facebook even started. If you ever remember those trio phones, it was. My hands bring me those trio phone Palm Pilots. Yeah, I'm kind of dating myself here, but I should actually dig my, dig up. We have one in the house and my kid, it's like, a, it's all turned off and antique. My, my youngest son like plays around with it, pretends like he's talking on the phone. But the old phone, I remember I was lagging on my, uh, phone calls, but I got a new phone and I became more productive because I wanted to use it all the time. But that, back then again, there was no social media, it was a simple browser, but I would make phone calls. I'll text prospects more, right? And I'll just build a business more. So I felt more productive. That was a benefit, right? I didn't get it because of phone specs. I got it because it made me feel more productive and get me into action. So I just went into detail. I'll give you examples of just getting a new phone. The psychology behind it in terms, of, if you're talking about branding and marketing, how to have a fiction message, your message can't be about features, 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 right? Like think about it. all the reasons when you buy a new phone or when you buy a new house, car, house, it's never about the specs, the features. It is about the emotions, how you feel. You get a new car, it's when you feel different, right? You feel special, you feel unique. Your call, my call to action for you now is what are the benefits of your product and business? Okay, what are your benefits of your product and business? List out at least five. Give them. Maybe it can allow you, you know, you be a feel allow your prospect to feel like they're a better parent or a better spouse because they're contributing to the family, right? That is a big one. Sometimes some of our members here, they were, they used to work in corporate America or corporate Australia. And then because they have kids, they were out of the workplace for 15 years. And then they felt like, oh, you know, the, the kids are out of school now. They don't need, need to be at home to take care of the kids. They want to be, hey, I'm not productive. I, I got to feel useful to my, prove to my spouse I can do it again, right? The f- feeling of fulfillment. So whatever it is, here's the exercises. Because your company, I'm sure they'll provide you all the features. But what are the benefits of your product and business? And um, the, especially the emotional benefits, what sense of fulfillment, what sense of satisfaction, achievement, status can they give, right? Status. I'll give you one more example. If you have a health product, could be then if they're grand, if they're baby boomers, they're, if you use this product, you have more energy, you're going to be the most energetic grandparent out there running around in the park with their kids. Right? And then their friends will be like, how do you get with the energy to keep up with these toddlers? That will make a grandparent's day. Right? How do you get... So, give you a lot of uh, examples here. Remember, talk about what it does especially the emotions behind that feeling instead of what it is. Again, go that, go through the, 
Uh, you can watch the video again and list out at least five examples, five benefits of your product, your service. And the more you talk about them, you realize you get your prospect's attention more and they will want to buy a product or join your business.